This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. Welcome, welcome to a very special episode of Long Ash Podcast. Why is it special? It's just a regular episode. Shh, oh, okay. Shh, All right. Well. Uh, today, Greg and I are going to be doing a very special thing. We're going to be smoking cigars and talking. So we're going to take a, a leap from what we normally do. I know. I want everyone to calm down. I know this is going to be exciting for you. It's exciting for us too. I can't, I have no speech. Greg is wearing his fancy shirt. This is his exciting shirt. This is, I like this shirt. I, I do, too. I, I would like it if the colors weren't so muted. They're very muted colors. I like more well, bright colors. It brings like, out your eyes. Your dead dad eyes. My White Walker eyes. <laughs> uh, so Nick Libretti here. Greg Waters. Did you bring Waters today? I did bring water. Hmm. It's labeled. What's it labeled as? Waters. Greg Waters, Waters. Um, and what we're going to be doing today is um, slightly a, of a different thing. Um, we obviously have cigars we're going to be smoking. We have two different cigars today because this is more of a this is more of a chill podcast. This is not. This like, is a very exciting podcast, yeah. Nick. And what we're going to talk about is um, we will be covering this year's uh, IPCPR trade show in Las Vegas, which starts tomorrow. Actually, Greg. it does. Yeah, yeah. And we're actually we're, we're actually we're, we're, we're on there. the plane right now. <laughs> we're, we're there. Yeah. We're actually there. We, uh, we flew Air France, and they have a special podcast room that you can actually design to however, like however your normal yeah, studio we, looks right. like. We, have, you we know, just bring the table, the, yeah. the props, the microphones, Secret we Chris. We even brought Secret Chris. Yeah, we, yeah. we didn't have to check him. He just, they let him right on the plane. Right on. That's great. Pre, you need, not even pre-checked. They just said, no, sure. Like, oh, are you he, Secret Chris? And he's like, I don't know, obviously. And then they just let him right on. Um, Was that the secret code? Shh. Stop telling everyone all the secrets, Chris. Um, so today we're going to be discussing what we are looking forward to in terms of companies, cigars, and actually, Greg, overall experience, because this is your first trade show. Can't wait. So before we get into the trade show, why don't we look at the cigars we are smoking today, both limited editions and both from companies that we will be mentioning later as excited, wow, excited about you. companies. You foreshadowing. Five shadowing, actually. I'm a big guy. A lot of shadows. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's start off. What are you enjoying today? Greg? I have uh, Totos Las Dias from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. And what is size it, is this? Yeah, it's a special size. That's is the, that the special size? Mas Fuerte, which means... More fire. Close. More Shh. freedom. What? French fries. No, that's Papas Fritas. Oh. No, Mas Fuerte means more strength. More strength. So uh, you want a little tidbit on this cigar? Sure. So from I what know I, it's a Nicaraguan Puro. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Okay. Go for uh, it. So from what I remember, it was actually, um, I think the blend was slightly tweaked and it came in a size that Steve, I don't think he originally ordered that size when he put it in his order when he was creating the cigars. I think it was almost like a mistake. But when he got it and he smoked it and he's like, oh, actually, like this, you know, after the initial Totals Los Dios was released, and then I think he's like, oh, you know what? I actually like this. And it's, it's more of a limited edition releasing. But slightly tweaked blend, like I said, stronger than the normal Todos Los Dias, and in a uh, otherwise unavailable size. I think it's he calls it like a thick Lonsdale or a thick Lancero. Love the size. It's a beautiful size, beautiful size. Today, I have the pleasure of enjoying one of my favorite, now favorite yearly releases. This is the La Carême from my good friends over at The Crown Heads, but this is a special one. This is the 2019 limited edition Bellicostofino. It sounds like it's Italian. It does. It's, I mean, the way I said it, at least. Well, it sounds like you're like when you're the waiter at like a fancy Mediterranean restaurant. Oh, what should I try? De bella costa fino. It's mwah. I feel like it's like a type of water. Would you like the bella costa fino or the pellegrino? Pellegrino. Whatever. <laughs> you got a little phlegm in there. Yeah, Too much half chicken it's, today. It's, it's my oversized tongue. It's the barbecue sauce from that from your half and half. Hey, well, you know, budget friendly. <laughs> We got to figure out our. We should do plan. a podcast on budget-friendly meals. We got to make a list together. We first of all, we got to figure out about the coast law. We got to make, like, make sure we have, we have so a lot of preparation to do. Um, so uh, this is the same blend 
has the regular uh, La Carême, except it's rolled in this unique, I'm not going to call it unique, but it's rolled in a Bellicoso Fino size, a very Cuban traditional size made famous by the Bolivar uh, Bellicoso Fino. So a shorter, almost looks like a, like a 50 caliber bullet. Yes. Like a shorter, stubbier, very torpedoed torpedo. Rustic um, looking. Yes, yes. And Greg, why do you think I like this cigar? Because it's a Connecticut Broadleaf. Oh, you're a good boy. I am a good boy. You're a good boy. So is Secret Chris. Oh, thought he was here. Who? Yeah. Uh, so let's light these up. These are, and this is not our usual thing. We're going to be checking every detail of the cigar. This is more just enjoyable cigars for us to have while we have this discussion. But I am interested to see. This is Greg's first. Uh, Rookie mistake. Didn't put, didn't put fluid in the lighter. Oh, well, I mean, we could use this fluid, Greg. Oh, there's, uh, that's going to ruin everything. Uh, yeah, it would. Hey, up top. That was pathetic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is it closer to me? Right. Yeah, well. Mm. Oh, thanks. Sorry, not everyone played. What was it? D three baseball. <laughs> were they? D, were you D one? No, my my school was uh, D three. Uh, the other campus was D one. Oh. Uh. Chris, you do not need to defend yourself to me. But to Greg, yeah, because Greg apparently has you in this weird cult-like state. <laughs> stupid Greg. Stupid Chris. Stupid Chris. Well, you know, it's one of those things, just tossing an item. You just go for it. You also got to remember, it's a flammable item. There's lights. We have accoutrement on the table. It was a risky throw. But he still threw it. If it was risky, you don't throw it. What was he going to do? Walk in front of the camera? He can't. He's secret Chris. Well, he can. He, we can see an arm. A secret arm. Okay. I'm not mad at you. Lovely. <coughs> what Ooh. is your initial initial reaction on that? It's that uh, usually Nicaraguans, I get the spice up the front. This, I get it in the back. So in the beginning, you're like, oh, this is this nice. And then, boom. Power and it's I'm like, like that, it's like that reverse that's, whiskey, like when that whiskey's like, like oh, that's very smooth, oh. right? <laughs> and I like that so much better. Do you? Yeah. Mm. Do you? Uh, it depends. Depends. I like I, I, I like a, a smooth finish and a, a more robust front, typically. But well, and whiskey. Well, I don't know, just generally cigars too. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're with a lady, you like it crazy in the beginning, chill at the end. Then you got to take a I don't nap. Know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, neither do I. That's why I'm single. All right. Um, so let's go over some details here first. Berg, do you know? It's okay if you don't. Do you know what the acronym IPCPR stands for? International P? Pipe? Mm-hmm. Cigar P? No, IPCP. Yeah. yeah. IP, yeah. International Pipe Cigar Professional, regional. No. I got the first three right. You were, yeah, but not in the right order. It's international, premium cigar, and pipe See? retailers. I knew it was that, but I wanted you to correct me. There you go. You want to read a machine like the professional? Yes. No, I had no idea what that was. Even though I looked at the logo at least, I don't know, about 15, 20 times <laughs> the past month. Yeah, but the logo doesn't actually say what it is. Does it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does say what it is. It definitely so, does. So, yeah, you're just wrong. Um, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. Yeah, we can just bleep it if it's bad. Why are they allowed to have the Indian but not the Cleveland Indians? I don't think anyone has a problem with the Cleveland Indians. They have a problem with the Redskins. That's because the name no, is... No, they have a problem with it. They got, oh, really? they got rid of Chief Wahoo. Oh, I, well, maybe because the word Indian is not... Correct, I think in the is that PC what it is? world, and they're, they're, they're just so using, you're not so you're just using the Indian. Yeah, it's also a problem. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I'm just curious. I know, yeah. I'm obviously didn't follow up on it. I just know people had a problem with it. People always have a problem today. What are you gonna do? You okay. have a problem with us? So was that bad? How to many bring comments up? are we gonna get on this video about random bullshit? Well, this is true. Yeah, everyone's got a problem with everyone, except for Secret Chris. Although, if you listen to his ranting and raving podcast, I'm sure he has plenty of problems. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I brought up the other day if he, if he uh, brought me up. And he's only brought me up once. And that was it. I was kind of disappointed. Dude, he hasn't mentioned me at all. And I'm, I'm a star. 
I'm just as big as a star as you are. Okay. Well, <laughs> how about everyone in this room calms down a little bit, all right? Uh, okay. Man, a little big So your- international premium cigar, cigar and pipe, pipe convention. Retailers. Retailers. Trade show. Trade show. Yeah. There's no tea? It's called the IPCPR trade show. Oh, I got you. Yeah. IPCPR is the name of the organization. Uh, understood. Yeah. Um, so what the show is, for those of you who don't know, is it's a trade show. And it's a big deal for the cigar community. It's where they basically unveil all their new products. Um, it's, a, it's a massive, massive show. Thousands of people show up. And not to sound dickish, but for as industry insiders, what I like about it is it's exactly that. It's for industry-only people. It's for retailers to come and talk with manufacturers, put, place their orders, view new products, test out new products. Um, there have been rumors about letting consumers in on one day, and I think that would just be a nightmare. Isn't um, that the reason why they have the R and IPCPR as retailer? Mm-hmm. So there's really not much to explain to people. Well, there's people who are... There's people who actually who work in the cigar industry, but... Maybe their company you know, can't afford to send them because it's expensive to go. And you're not just going to send some random guy just so we can check out new cigars and like hang out. They charge actual tickets? Um, I think you get retailer? charged for the badge. Like you, get- you need a badge to get in, and you can't just go on and sign up for one. Um, manufacturers all get an allotted assortment of badges, and I think you have to pay for extra ones. And then retailers, you have to go and say, I, I work for this store and everything. You can't just be like, oh, I like cigars. Give me a badge. Um, the rumor is that they're at least talking about to try to make it a little, you know, bigger is allowing um, consumers. Uh, here's the problems I have with that. First of all, it, it, even no way, no, any way you slice it, it's bad. First, if you added an extra day, that's just for consumers. Well, now manufacturers have to post out a whole extra day, and it's expensive to rent the space on these expo expo floors. I was reading something that Skip Martin from Romacraft put out that it was like five grand just for them to like raise the ba- the Romacraft banners over their booth. Like they had to pay the Sands five grand for that. Just to like literally hang a banner there. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole point is to get the, the retailers who buy the cigars from the manufacturers mm-hmm. to try them first, and then the consumers get to have them. Yeah. So really, but in I this, mean- in I, this I, society, it's all like, oh, but me, I want now, I want to try, I'm a special. So why do I have to wait for my retailer to get it? I want to cut in well, line. That, sure. that's, that's the feeling. That's but, the, then, you know. but then also you have those cigars that sometimes take too long to, you know, sometimes with manufacturers or the FDA or things like that, things won't, you know, sometimes they don't get that many cigars. Well, that's the next problem is that um, according to the FDA regulations, we are allowed to get cigars from these companies to test out. You know, when, when you're doing a business transaction, you obviously want to test the product. First, so that's legal. It is illegal to just give out free cigars to a consumer. You have to do it in, in, in with, with a mix it with a deal or even charge them a lower amount, but you can't just give out free cigars. So, what are they going to do? So, the consumers are going to pay for a badge and then what? So, they're either going to have to organize, like, oh, for your badge, you get one cigar from every company. Well, what if, you know, so a lot of these companies, even during the regular show, they run out. I remember when the, the, um, all Out Kings came out, the collaboration between Caldwell and Drew Estate, they didn't have enough to give out. Like, they didn't, just didn't have enough just for the people who were there, for the retailers and everyone who was there. They didn't have enough. They were, they were just coming off the press at that point. Um, they already are shelling out a shit ton of money well, yeah, just in terms of free product to give to like, guys like us who are, you know, and, and companies like us. So, Excuse you, Chris. Yeah, secret cough. Um, so I, I, well, I think what it is is every every event has its place, its feeling, and everything else. And this is just for retailers only, and that's what it's for. That's why we have the, you know, that's why we have the smoking in the Carolinas and the, you know, a, the, a the cigar aficionado, big smoke. Right. Like that's why you have Drew, these Drew other Estate, um, yeah. Barn Smoker, and the, yeah. you know, unwrapped in Connecticut with um, Altidus yeah. and things like that. So, you know, it seems like it, it hit a nerve. About you know, uh, it, it did, dude. I'm I'm just relaying some of the issues I see, but some of the I'm not going to name any names, but some of the manufacturers I've talked to or or I've even seen what they've written on Facebook, they are not okay with that with that happening. 
you got to think that these guys, a lot of them, the, the Jonathan Drews and the Pete Johnsons and the Nick Malillos and the Steve Sockas and the Roma crowd, they already do so much for their customers. So many swag items that they give out, so many reposting of pictures. Like now you're asking for like a whole day where they're just going to get your free cigars. And not, it's not just going to cost you the cigars. It's going to cost you a whole other day on an Expo floor, which is thousands and thousands of dollars. And even if it didn't cost them an extra day, even if they're like, oh, well, we'll only do three days for retailers. Well, now you're cutting into our time. And we, you know, our product merchants and uh, you know, other companies, your CIs or your, your local retailers, they have to meet with and that's, maybe and, and, hundreds and, of people in this short amount right, of time. Right, well, and that's what's most important because if they buy the cigars from the manufacturer, they know how many they can make, they go into the retail stores, and then the people can buy it. Right. If that doesn't happen and they just buy it for the fans and no one, you know, the, you know, the retail stores don't get to try it or they have tr- problems meeting them, things like right. that, it's not going to hit the shelves as much now as we would are, like Now, there are, like, people do get into this. I even have friends, who, again, I'm not going to mention, who will, who, like, you know, know the reps from a smaller company and, like, hey, you know, get me a badge and I'll pay you for it. But they also contribute something. It's, it's not just like a, like a guy who's like an auto mechanic and also likes cigars. They also are working in the industry, so I do see a benefit for that. But just some guy, you know, and I'm not talking anything about, bad about our customers. I mean, they're great. But just because you like cigars, you know, like this is supposed to be an industry-only event, and it's a lot already put on the manufacturers. And that, that's who I'm, I'm concerned about as a manufacturer. It's, it's very expensive to do this. And so I give them a break. I don't, I, and I don't think you have anything to really worry about either. Yeah. So I think we, on the positive side of things, going past that, what are you uh, most looking forward to uh, this show? The ladies. No, <laughs> they never talk to me. Um, well, let's do generalities first. First, I'm excited. Um, they're back. Well, this, this is my first uh, trade show in about two years. Um, but they're back at the Sands at the Venetian, which I'm excited about. Um, it's a much much nicer area, much nicer hotels, much nicer floor experience you get. Last year they were at the Las Vegas one, and we stayed at the SLS. Which the SLS hotel is like if you if the cast of the Jersey Shore went to a hotel in Vegas, it would be the SLS. Like oh, it's good. it's like weird, like it's like black and white hallways, and they have sex mirrors on the roof, like on the ceiling of every room, and they have a drawer. My room had a drawer with like adult products in it. Wow! Like juices and stuff. Ooh, like yeah, juices. Not yeah. OJ. No, no, no. Although he no. did get a Twitter recently. He did. Got to got to drink your juice. juice. Got to drink your juice. <laughs> um, so it's at the nicer area now. I'm excited about that. Um, uh, the releases, which we're going to get into, it's going to be a big portion of this podcast. The releases this year are just lining up as some heavy hitters, heavy, heavy yeah, hitters. They this look year. good. Um, and I don't know why, but I feel like there's a little more excitement this year. I feel like, you know, IPCPR the past few years with FDA and everything, and some guys not even showing up to the show. Some, you know, not major, major manufacturers, but some pretty well-known people not showing up. I feel like there's, an, a, there's a, a, a renewed excitement this year that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm just excited to see what this beast is going to be like. Because from talking to you, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's madness. It's and mayhem. I'm a, I'm a fan of madness, you know, organized chaos. So it's going to be fun. I mean, you are a father, so yeah. yeah well. <laughs> uh, so seeing all the manufacturers and seeing what they come out with and, and getting able to talk to them and possibly getting some releases and things like that and trying them out. Um, you know, being that <clears throat> how we're going to handle it this year is, you know, getting these interviews out Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so all the fans can can watch it and see it and see what's what's getting released right away. You guys better write a big thank you note to Greg and Secret Chris because they're going to be busting their asses this weekend to get this stuff done. So you, it's, it's going to be up to the minute. It's going to be good. It's going to be, be uh, it's like live news, yeah. which I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited about. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to take the trip and, and, and see what kind of filming and reactions both of us are going to have as we go from flying to landing to getting to our <laughs> hotel room to the flying um, to the landing eating and, and, and eating the delicious buffet, hopefully at one point. That's the only I think that's what maybe we can do tonight on our first night here when we have nothing going on. Uh, I think we should go to I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I can't. I think it's in the. Video. It's called the the Bacchus buffet. It's Sounds the, good. You no, know, it's like the highest end buffet in the world. It's it's like 
I think, I think it's like $60 a person, but it's like the best buffet ever. I, I want to say it's at the MGM it's, uh, or the Wynn, maybe. We'll check it out. Whatever. We'll be there. Um, I mean, that's, those, are, those are the fun little parts that you get. I mean, um, especially for us, um, not to say that you know, everyone who, who's there is working in some capacity. They're either product merchants or they're retail owners, and they're making deals. They're checking out the new stuff. But for me and Greg, it's going to be a very grueling, you know, a lot of filming, carrying cameras back and forth, making sure we get every single booth. It's a lot of work, but it's nice to have those little treats at the end of the day. Yes. It's going to be very nice. Yes. And it's going to be awesome to see what kind of reaction we get from all our followers and seeing that we'll be up mm-hmm. to date with the releases. Chris, what do you think the reaction is going to be? Show me, show me your reaction face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. That was, that, that was, I mean, he could, he could have done better. Yeah, he could have. Greg, show me your reaction face. That, that's, um, that has a slight look of terror. Now it's happy. At, 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 initially, it was... It was uh, almost it was like, what's like, going on here? Yes, it's the anxiety coming over me. <laughs> and then after I hit a couple booths, it's like, uh, I'm a kid in the candy store. So you hit a few booths? Booths. Oh. Booths. Booths. Matt Booth, I'm excited. You never met Matt Booth, I have not. You? Oh, he's going to love you. I have not he's met gonna touch uh, you in Nick, weird, He's going to touch Nick, you in Nick weird Malo, places. Yeah, I Nick Malo met him is just yet. the best. He's just a, the, one of the genuine, most nice nicest so guys I'm excited to meet some guys we haven't had in the studio because you know only being here for a year and a half so I'm pumped up to uh, meet all these guys and find out what they got and just you know shooting the shit I guess you well, could say something that you had also mentioned that uh, I actually liked and that I'm excited for you, you kind of mentioned it I'm going to expand on it um, this is a, one of the first years I've seen where yes of course there's been some major announcements of new releases but also a lot of companies are keeping it tight to the vest and that's not something you have seen generally in the past couple of years. They're trying to excite more people to go to the show. So a lot of companies were kind of announcing their big, big releases beforehand. And you still have that this year. But a lot of companies I've talked to are like, oh, yeah, we're not saying anything until you get there, which is the point. Right. I mean, when this show was going on before social media was really big, that's the point is we don't know what you have. We want to come and find out, you know. And, that, and that's the whole point of going, too. Yeah. You know, it's, if you know what's going to happen, what's the point of showing up? Exactly, exactly. So let's get into, well, first, how, how's that Totos going for you? So I was kind of, I was quite nervous going into this because of the, the spicy notes that, you know, I hear about this cigar. And it's literally called Mas Fuerte. Right. Which means more freedom. <laughs> or, or french fries. More freedom fries. But I do like... I don't think the spice is that strong. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think it's very, it's complex, smooth. I don't, you know, it, it marries very well with the flavors between spice and, and leather and what else am I getting than this? Are you getting little, the chili pepper, the red chili pepper? Just a little hint at the back. See, I haven't, I haven't tried that size and tweaked blend of it. I never tried the most where I, I would try this because mm. I think the level of spice in this is not as high as I thought it was going to be. Well, don't forget, um, and you've grown a lot in several ways, and I'm very proud of you. Mostly in the stomach. But don't make the mistake of, I don't want to say nothing, but <laughs> of mixing strength, strong strength with strong flavor. Right. So... You got to smoke, I guess, smoke one of the regular Total Celestia to see in terms of nicotine strength, not in terms of this one is spicier than the other one, in terms of nicotine strength. That, that, that's the strength of a cigar is not like, oh, it's very strong flavor. There's cigars that you can find that's that are what very mellow. About, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, the strength. I'm talking about the, 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 over, like, the, the actual. Flav- the flavor strength. Yeah, yeah. But that's how about in terms about. of, the, but the Mas Fuerte, the more strength is rel- relative to the Usually, body and the strength of right. the cigar. And right now. I'm probably going to start hitting the strength in about five to ten minutes. Usually, the first half of the cigar, I'm feeling good, nothing, nothing too, you know, strong. Um, Secret coughs. We don't do. have enough of that in this building. We don't have enough of the black play going around. I got the black lung pop. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, uh, I'll probably in about five to ten minutes. I'll, t- I'll man. T- who am I? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so probably about five to ten minutes, I'll tell you about uh, the strength. But flavor strength, it's, it's this is this delicious. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm excited for you to try some other companies this year that you haven't really been exposed to yet, such as some of the stuff from Nick Melillo, 
um, more Roma Craft stuff. But it seems that you are a tremendous fan of Steve Saka. Yes. Because I think you've had just about, excluding some maybe limited edition sizes, you've had just about his full line at this right. point. You've had the Sober Mesa. Yep. You've had the Mikarita. Yep. You've had the Todos Los Dias now. Yep. Umbagog. You've had the Sin Compromiso. Yep. You've had Maestra. the Moestra de Saka. All of them. Wow, I can't believe that. So the only one that, that well, we don't have it is the Red Meat Lover, which is one he came out for like this club. It's like a, like a special blend. Um, but it's a Connecticut Broadleaf-based cigar. Like, okay. You know. But um, so why don't we get into, and why don't you start it off, uh, here are some of the companies and cigars we are really looking forward to and that we're going to make sure we get a lot of coverage of. So why don't you start out with, uh, with one of yours? Sure. So we're going to stick with uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust with uh, the new Mi Carita Firecracker, which is supposed to be even stronger than the, the regular Mi Carita, well, right? It's, it's called something else. It's called like the, the Tiki Taka or something. I just saw Firecracker. Yeah, it's called, it, it, he translated it because I don't think he wanted to run into... Oh, the, the copyright issues. But, it, it's, the, but uh, it, it, it tra- it's, what it translates to is like it's like a Nicaraguan Roman candle or something is, okay. is the thing. And um, oh, right, I yeah. remember that. Okay, because yeah, from when we talked to him a while ago, <laughs> yeah, last week. <laughs> wink. You can't. They can't see it on the Sorry, radio. I gotta, on, I gotta, on, gotta, on the radio, they can't eye. see the winks. <laughs> yeah, well, um, radio. Who yeah. needs a radio? Oh yeah, I ready, love Harry. Radio. Like an old radio, like remember, like you listen to the Yankees on the radio. You really miss that? What'd you say this time? I I was ready to do the kill the uh, mockingbird song with the uh, Dumb and Dumber. Radio? Who needs a radio? You're gonna hate me right now. You've never watched Dumb and Dumber? Nope. And I know, to especially my friends, that's gonna come as a shock because I'm like the movie guy. It just and I'm I'm a '90s Jim Carrey fan. That movie just does not pique my interest. Is it just because you saw the trailer and you didn't want to watch it, or you started no, watching it and you're like, no, know. this isn't that funny? When I was like growing up watching Jim Carrey movies, like, I, you know, I love The Mask and Ace Ventura, and then like that one was about to come out, and I was still the same age, and I'm like, nah, I just don't want to see this. So you're telling me at the age of eight, you're like, not even eight, you're, I think you're five, you're like, nah, I'm not going to watch this. So then 23 years later, you're like, nah, I'm still not going to watch this? I mean, if you put it like that. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's... I made very good movie decisions in my youth. I saw Private Ryan in theaters twice when I was seven years old. I, was, I was a mature... What's a... Chris, what's like a movie, like a movie guy? Like what, what's, that, what's the title for like a guy? A cinephile. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I don't want anyone... I know there's going to be a Reddit tomorrow on this. Wow. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, we're gonna go uh, past uh, this. Well, I never, I never watched. All right, Denver. fine. And then, I mean, there's I, some movies that I haven't watched, and all I, I, I know keep... about is uh, the Samsonite line. That's so good. Yeah, you and know, I, it took me like oh, took 12, everyone, 12 probably years like later years to, to figure, figure out what the hell because, they're talking about. You know, who had luggage at the age of sixteen? Yeah, you that, know, I mean, especially that, Samsonite. That's uh, that's expensive stuff. I, I'm I'm a big comedy movie fan. I don't like things that are just like. Like we're just gonna make a bunch of nonsense, and it's so ridiculous, it's funny. Like I like better crafted. But it started the nonsense. Like that movie yeah, but it was, still the, was. But every anything that's the original of something is always the best. After it, it's like all right, this is getting a little ridiculous. Like Dumb and Dumber Two was all right. That was. And then wasn't there a prequel like when Harry met Floyd yeah, well, or yeah, something? That was, and that, they weren't even in it. So yeah. yeah, I can understand that. But being that's the original movie of the nonsense, like. But uh, I'll let it pass because there's things that, you know, I haven't seen. What? What have you have not seen? What have you a have lot not of, seen? A lot of everything. Name, name the biggest movie you probably haven't seen. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, Scarface. Uh, what's the other one? I've seen Godfather. seen Casino. Goodfellas. never seen. Okay. I can't say anything right now because of my whole spiel right. I just that's gave. Why, that's why I let it go. But... I, I think the other moviegoers, which is the word we're going to go for for now, sure. Chris, <laughs> secret dirty Chris, <laughs> I think we could say that there is a big difference between Pulp Fiction, Scarface, and Goodfellas, and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, fair, but when, when did those movies come out? Like, when I was Goodfellas 10? only came, uh, Pulp Fiction probably only came out like three or four years before Dumb and Dumber. 
Yeah, I didn't watch Dumb and Dumber when it got released. I watched it like maybe five years later. It was when I was older. I didn't get the. I wasn't able to watch those movies. I'll my first what. rated R movie was um, Casino, and then my I think Beavis and Butthead was PG thirteen, mm. and then the next one Beavis and Butthead Do America, Do America was, was good. Yeah, that was, that was good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'll tell you. I'll make you a deal. Uh, when we get, that was the we funniest get, part. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I am Cornholio. <laughs> then they're just sitting on the couch and they're wondering why their TV was stolen. They're just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you a deal. When we get back, one of the off days we have for the July 4th week, I will watch. What's an off day? When we get back. What's an off day? When, when your kids are asleep, all right? They go to bed at what, six? No. <laughs> what time is your oldest go to bed? 8.39. Okay, so you'll be up for, you have two hours to kill after that before you go to bed. I like to go to bed. Okay. You, All right, I'm listening. I will watch Dumb and Dumber. Chris, what should he watch? I, I think he should probably watch, probably Pulp Fiction, I would say, first. I've seen parts of Pulp Fiction. You gotta, you, but that's the thing. Pulp Fiction is all just parts. <laughs> that's true. You get it, Chris? Yeah. It's all just parts. That's true. It's not a, no, it's I not know a, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and no, you gotta watch I, them no, in order. I, I've seen parts of it in film school. I mean, that's terrible to say. I went to film school and I've never seen the whole thing in Pulp Fiction. Or Goodfellas. Scarface, I'll let you pass, because Scarface, I love it, but it, some people, a lot of people actually do deem it as overrated. I love Scarface, because what's better than Al Pacino with a Cuban accent? You should. It's, it's, it's one of De Palma's... Nah, I mean, it's not as good as Untouchables. Like, nowhere close to Untouchables. Sean Connery? Kevin Costner, Andy Garcia, Robert De Niro as Al Capone. And the next one that uh, Dunbar and Tobacco Trust coming out with. Nice transition. Is uh, the Sober Mesa. We didn't finish talking about the firecracker. Oh, we didn't? No. Oh, we really went off track there. Yeah. That's how we usually go. We just don't usually do an awkward transition. All right. (laughs) So back to the firecracker. Um, It was actually... I can't remember the name of the... I want to say it's Smoke Inn was the name of the company. It's, it's another retailer. No, it two guys. Two guys smoke shop, yeah. I think, in, 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 in Rhode Island. In Rhode Island. Um, and they do a, a, an annual release known as the Firecracker where they get uh, you know, a bunch of different companies to make... Um, one of their already-made cigars, but they do, they do it in a shorter, uh, robusto format with a long pigtail so it looks like a Firecracker. And they've had Fratello do this. I think they've had Romacraft. Yeah. Well, when they first asked Steve Saka to do it, I think they probably phrase it like, hey, we want like a Mikarita firecracker for this line. And he didn't know that that's what you were supposed to do. Yeah, he reblended it. And so he actually reblended a Mikarita known as a firecracker. I'm like, oh, no, 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 this is not what we want. So he had this blend line around, and that's, that's how we got it. He, he, he talked about that. Yeah, the, right. yeah, he did. All right, we want to make yeah. sure. It, it wasn't last week's podcast. But he, it wasn't in private. He talked about that on the, on the yeah, show. Yeah, he talked so. about Okay, it. I want to make yeah. sure. Yeah, because uh, he talked so about yeah. how the fire, the, he called it that because in the, not Dominican, Nicaragua, Nicaragua, they would put the fireworks through the streets and they would light it on fire and kids were jumping over it. Yeah, all those crazy Nicaraguan kids. Oh, yeah. Um, so what else, uh, what else is And then he's coming, coming out, out with a Connecticut rapper, which is his first one, right? First Connecticut one, Shade? Is it a, yeah. Was the shade? Yeah, well, you got well, you got to remember Connecticut Broadleaf, right? Yeah, yeah, Connecticut shade, Connecticut shade, yeah, okay. or it might, it might be Ecuadorian Connecticut, but they're interchangeable, right? Uh, so his uh, Silver Mesa line, he's going with the it's just said brulee, but I'm going to say cream brulee because yeah. it sounds better. Um, is coming out with the Connecticut shade wrapper, so it's going to be a little bit uh, mellower mm. uh, than his other cigars. So that should be quite interesting because I'm actually starting. To get into the more Connecticut shade cigars now. And I remember we talked about this, you know, you giving me all the darker wrappers, I think was a better way to go to the, to the shade. Well, you, cause you appreciate it now for what it is. Right. You realize what it, you're not like, a spe, I mean, I, I got to say the same thing. There was a point in time where like anything mellow with a Connecticut shade wrapper, I'm like, I'm not wasting my time on that. Now in the morning, if I'm like hanging out outside all day or I'm yep. playing golf, a nice Romeo Reserva Real yep. or something like a nice smooth Connecticut wrapper hits the spot. Yeah. Also with like in a, in a, on a hot morning with like a crisp beer, yep. goes very well. Um, I'm interested to see that cigar, especially because it's the same filler and binder, I believe, as the regular Sober Mesa, which I is a medium so. to full smoke. So you might actually see. I think it's going to be that not your father's. Not your grandfather's Connecticut kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, so there's that's the uh, yeah there's, that's there's the two. That's the saying now. That's the saying now. Yeah, 
um, because people are really trying to, I mean, just be different, which is understandable. But sometimes your father's Connecticut is nice. Who were we talking to recently that had... I think it was Balmoral. That said, I think that was Jamie that said that. Yeah. The, the Balmoral or it was the Cohiba, Connecticut. I mean, both of them are, both are of fantastic. Them are, both of them are medium to full. And I, I think, uh, maybe not the Cohiba, Connecticut, because we didn't have time, but on our one of my top five, the top five morning cigars, I think that Balmoral, Connecticut was on yes. there. Hmm. Very nice, very nice. Solid. What do you got? So let me go for one of mine. I got to pull up my specs here. So seeing that I'm smoking a, uh, a Crown Heads, um, so I'm a big Drew Estate fan. I mean, I, I love a lot of companies. I use, you know, Southern Draw, Roma Craft. You, you talk about them all the time. Uh, and, uh, you can't say that anymore because how many Jacob's well, Ladders and Nick Melillo's and Steve Saka's and Roma Craft's? No, I know, but in? usually when you have well, a they guest were my, that, They were my first love. I know. They this were my first love. They were the first company when I was first starting. Now, I mean, yeah, I mean, Altidus makes great product and Altidus helped me get into cigars you know, from an actual smoking perspective and learning construction and, you know, a nice mellow smoke. Um, but Drew Estate was one of the first companies that I really got into in terms of their, you know, private release, the limited releases and their cool stories and the different series, like the Unico series and everything was just cool and creative, but the cigars were still amazing. They weren't just, it wasn't just a fancy name. Yeah. Um, so I have a deep, deep respect and a love for Drew Estate. So there's been two times where I have read uh, an article either on Half Wheel Cigar Aficionado where I literally got like, like giddy faced and they were both collaborations and they were both collaborations with Drew Estate. The first one was a couple years ago. Um, I read on Half Wheel. I read it on like a sad, I remember because uh, a friend of mine, um, Val. Yep. Remember Val? Um, we went out one night and then he stayed over my place. He crashed on my couch and, and, he also worked in the industry, but he worked in the more business aspect of it. Really wasn't into cigars at all, but he was, you know, understood them. Um, but I woke him up at like 8 a.m. in my apartment, and I'm like, dude, look at this. And he's like, what? I'm like, Caldwell and Drew Estate are collaborating on a cigar. And that cigar was the All Out Kings. And um, that was two or three years ago, I remember. And I remember that, like I said before, the trade show, you couldn't get them. Like, he only, they only had so many... To, to even hand out to retailers. It was, and then they, they didn't arrive in stores until November because um, Willie Herrera was very particular. He's like, no, they're just not ready yet. And he wanted to make sure they were perfect. Um, so that was the first one. I, and I got literally excited like on a weekend. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. The second one happened a few weeks ago when also, uh, I got to give half wheel credit for getting the early scoop on this. Um, I read an article about a new collaboration between Drew Estate and my now dear friend, uh, Don Juan de la Uber, the fourth of Crown Heads. And once I get into my phone, I want to get the correct pronunciation of this because my Spanish is uh, um, la um poro. Uh, la Coalición. Coalición. Which is the coalition. Right. And this is a Crown Heads Drew Estate team up. And I'm going to read you the specs. It's got four Vitolas or four, four sizes. Uh, Sumatra binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan filler, but it's got that big. Daddy, Connecticut, Broadleaf wrapper. And every time John posts a picture on Instagram, I'm like, ooh, daddy. What's the, did they have a picture of the wrapper yet? Yeah. yeah. Or I mean, uh, not the wrapper, the uh, Oh, the band? The I mean, band. You, this no is band. what it's kind of going to look like, I'm assuming, with the guys on the horse with the lances. Okay. But look, just look at that. Money. Um, uh, the size I'm most excited for, I think, is the Siglo, because that's closest. So me and, me and Greg have decided that we really like a 6x48. Yep. Um, which uh, the Buckeye Land is yep. a six by forty-eight. What's going on here? Um, why do I like that? Because it's not. It has a more robustness than a Lancero, but I get Lancero style flavor and combustion out of it. Um, I don't know. It just it just feels right. And for some, maybe it's because only companies who I really enjoy kind of make them in that thinner size. They always just look beautiful. And they, they always really smell, uh, smoke well. The flavors always are always... Yeah. I never had a bad one yet. Exactly. Oh, mine went out. It happens to me all the time. Um, so I'm very, very excited about this. Um, I've been smoking a lot of Crown Heads this year. Um, they're, they're, I, I have to give them credit now that I haven't really given them... Not that I took credit away from them, but they are among the best in the Broadleaf game. And it's, it's becoming a very tight race in the Broadleaf game. I mean, Nick Melillo and Steve Saka, Drew Estate, Roma Craft, these are all heavy Broadleaf hitters, um, but Crown Heads is right up there with them, and you got to look at the La Carême, the La Carême Limited Edition that I'm smoking now. Um, two of their uh, 
limited releases, the Tennessee Waltz. There's a party going on down I there. I know. Uh, maybe Secret Chris can go and tell some people to calm down. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I mean, I'll go do it. Go ahead. All right, I'll be right back. We'll be back with a brief commercial break. You're listening to Long Ash Podcast. As you know, we record in an abandoned attic, so sometimes noise interference may be a problem, and we'll have to take a little break. Some interference can be caused by talking, airplanes, coughing, helicopters, and others. Please consult your doctor before listening to Long Ash Podcast, and also, thanks for listening. Uh, so sorry about that. We're back. Um, so yeah, Crownheads is a leader in the Broadleaf game, and that's a game that's it's getting it's getting antsy. It's the shortage of Broadleaf. Don't Not say a lot that. Going around. Don't say that. I know. So why don't you go on to your next company? Now, are we allowed to say that we've had any of these? Have we? Yeah. Which one is it? Give me sign language. Three guys, zero legs. They're fishing with a sword. Swordfish. Not the <laughs> Halle Berry. Um, <laughs> no, the Monte Cristo Cinquenta. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, can, we say, yeah, yeah, yeah. can we talk about that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just want to make I sure. Po- I posted it on my. It's already been on everything. It's already oh. on, out, out there. Oh, you, oh yeah. you, it's already out there. Okay. We're back. <laughs> Light it up and then start over. No, start. That was good with the swordfish. Leave it in. It's not that good. It was good. It was not good. Mm-hmm. Just go. We're back. Listen, I'm the comic relief and the star, and you're great. I'm the director. I'm like Ben <sighs> Affleck. I act and direct. Yeah, you're like Ben Affleck and Argyle. <laughs> Is that the worst insult you can give to a film yeah, guy? I, th- I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty up there. <laughs> Uh, so we've actually had this uh, in, when we're at Smoking the Carolinas, mm. smoking with the Grupa de Maestros. Mm-hmm. They pulled out the Monte Cristo Cinquenta. I, I, I'm not, I think it's Cinquenta. I think that's the pronunciation, but don't quote me on it. I think it's Cinquenta. Is it? I'm only good at my numbers with well, Spanish. Well, because it's 50th, right? Yeah. Well, Cinquenta. Isn't, isn't Cinque? No, it's Cinquenta. Cinquenta. I might be thinking of Italian. You might be. Uh, so it's their 50th anniversary cigar, 50 years of Monte Cristo? No. No, 50 years of Tabacalera de Garcia. The oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I should have known because I did three videos for it. It's okay. Uh, so it's going to have an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Dominican binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Uh, it would be in, I think, two sizes. They're only making 10-count uh, boxes, and they're only making 8,000 of them. Okay. Uh, they had like a little torpedo shape that we smoked. It was kind of, was that a torpedo? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It was the first one we smoked. It was a torpedo, but I'm trying to think. From what I remember, it it almost resembled, I have pictures on here. It almost resembled like a Fuente shark. I think it, I think it was a mix. Don't quote me on it. Hold on. Let me find out here. As Nick and I were smoking that, we both said that was probably the best Monte Cristo they've, they've made. And that's saying something, especially in the past few years, because of how many good ones they've come out with. Right. It was smooth. It was... No, yeah, it, was, it was a straight up just, uh, just Bellicoso. But for some reason, I was in my mind as like a... So do you, do you know anything about the Sharks? The Fuente no. Sharks? The Fuente Sharks are um, a... They start off with a torpedo parejo, so like a rounded torpedo like this. But then about midway, they start expanding out. And then they become it becomes box press at the end. Right. So this from here down is all a thick, almost triangular box press. But then here is a rounded Parejo torpedo. Gotcha. Very unique shape. Very uh, aged tobaccos they used. Oh uh, yeah, it, it was, was it was remarkable. It was very good. Um, if you can get your hands on that when it gets released, I would highly suggest because we got to have it and that uh h upman they they just announced the other day too yep, the jose mendez the hispaniola yep. yeah that that was spicy that was, that was good that was spicy that, that was, was the good. spiciest h upman i've ever had yep and i think i mean i'm not gonna say i think i think right now it's i gotta have another one it's tied with the h upman um uh, AJ. aj yep in terms of my favorite I h upman I think that h upman aj is a little more well balanced but this one is just a fierce and flavor it was machine. it was small it, it was. Just, it was well, nice. actually, yeah, packed a lot of flavor right. into a small package. It was, yep. It's like a, like a Mitsubishi Evo. 
Sure. Or a Ford. I was going to say something a lot worse than that. What? I was going to say what my, what my wife says to me. <laughs> she does not say it's a lot in a small package. She might just say it's a small package. <laughs> no. That's why she married me. That's what she I says. I thought she married me. you for your wit and charm. No, it's the cheeks. <laughs> you I didn't mean, have cheeks back then. Yeah, I did. Are you always had oh, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks? Oh, yeah. I had it even when I was a buck 70. I was a buck 70 when I was about 12. That's a serious stat. Uh, I was, I was, I was a buck 50. I was buck 50 at 12. I was a big boy. And then I just, I was 5'2, buck 50. And then in four months, I grew. I think eight inches, yeah, nine inches. That's how normal people are. like you're chubby, and then you hit your growth spurt, mm-hmm. and you all kind of fill in. Y'all, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, <laughs> but uh, I just kept eating, dude. I was eating racks of ribs at like eight years old, like full on. And racks. watching Stephen Private Ryan. <sighs> so never, never forget check what, that out. Never forget then, what they did. Never forget. <laughs> um, and then they're coming out with the Ellie Blue humidors too, which look stunning. Well, I that's a really cool thing that um I'm, i don't want to use the word mimicking because it has a negative connotation with it but i will say um emulating and paying homage or homage, homage. to um what cuban cigars do so every year um some of the big cuba you know a cuban cohiba cuban monte cristo they'll have a big anniversary cohiba edition that's available in this really fancy humidor and there's only like and they don't even just sell them they're usually only available at the cuban cigar festival in like an auction like they auction off like 10 of them and maybe some retailer will get it and just like kind of leave it in their store as a thing but they're too expensive usually it's like for private collectors they'll go for like 10 20 grand 30 grand even it's wild yeah well la blue humidors your basic la blue humidor is probably going to run you right 2500 bucks easy so strength is kicking in now uh, i can see you, 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 you got to go for that great waters you got to go for that great waters hitting the third strength is so who's next on my list let's take a look oh, okay this one so everyone here knows my feelings of the Jacob's Ladder. It's, it's your child. It's one of the... It's one of your child. In, in terms of Nick Libretti profile, it is one of the best cigars ever created. In terms of Nick Libretti profile, you don't like strong cigars, it's probably horrible for you. Um, he is upping the ante this year. Which I don't know how you can. Just think of the name. So that he's coming out with... Uh, Robert Holt and the team of Southern Draw are introducing a new... Jacob's Ladder, known as the Jacob's Ladder Brimstone. It sounds great. Well, do you know what brimstone is? It's a stone made out of brim. You could have, you could have done better than that. All right. It's a stone that's made out of brime and stone. What's brime? Brime? What's, what's brime? Brime is uh, mm-hmm. it's the difference between steel wool and a softer rock. It's the difference between steel. Nothing you be- said it's, made it's, sense. It's, it's in between that. Okay, no, it's sulfur. This is why I'm looking away from you. Brimstone is sulfur. I have no idea what I'm talking so about. It, so you know how Robert Holt likes to do very biblical things? Yes. The Jacob's Ladder is a reference to his son, but also to the ladder to have, I don't know, yep. some kind of Heaven, religious uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, and also a ridiculously weird movie with Tim Robbins. Yep. So creepy. Such a creepy movie. Um, but Brimstone is a reference to fire and brimstone, which was... <clears throat> when they would dest- like you know God's wrath in the Old Testament when he would destroy cities like Sodom and Gomorrah as he would rain down fire and brimstone. So that's the name of the cigar. <laughs> so the Jacob's Ladder, already one of the strongest cigars on the market, came out with a line extension that invokes God's fiery wrath. That should be a TV spot. That should be that you should, should it should that you should, should. Yeah. we should pitch it. I, I just did. Okay, Robert, call me. I'm my Robert. Number. You got my number. Um, Call me first, then I'll so talk to So a few of the specs here. Um, it's only going to be available in one size, which I will say I'm not entirely crazy about the size. It's a little thicker than I would like. It's going to be in a Perfecto 6x56. Okay. A little thicker than I would have liked, but I'll deal with it. Um, uses a Pennsylvania Broadleaf wrapper, as is the original. Uh, American binder, and then three different Lajero tobaccos from the DR in Nicaragua. Um, I'm scared, but in a be. good way. It's like going to see it. It's like you're scared, but like you're I still excited. Won't, I, won't, I still won't see it. Why not? I don't like scary movies. Yeah, so neither does my roommate. I don't I get. Hate, I hate scary movies. Are you afraid of like jump scares? Uh, yeah, I just. What I, about? I, I know what's going to happen, and then it doesn't happen, and then it happens, and then I'm like, you got to be kidding me! I knew it was going to happen, but it didn't happen. Well, how about that? Are, you, are you a fan of 
so you don't like horror, but are you a fan of terror? Because there's a difference, and I've been reading right, about this. Right, I agree. Uh, you'd have to give me an example. So did you watch The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix? No. Watch the haunt. First of all, as a film guy, if you actually have an appreciation for like cinematography and how things are shot, you will love this show. Okay. If you were a fan of writing and 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 connections made like in the in the writing and how everything is brought to a final conclusion and all holes are tied up and everyone's it's it's phenomenal. And only like the last two episodes have any kind of like real jump scares or scary things. It relies on terror and everyone kind of hearing a thing, but you don't know. And then, oh, maybe that's a thing, but you don't. It's, it's, it's more terror. It's more of an anticipation. But, dude, there's one episode where um, I'm not giving away a plot point here, but it's like all the, the, these like siblings and their dad as they're older and the siblings and the dad as they're when they're younger. Kind of like a Westworld. Kind of, of but it's all. What's it called, Chris? Single camera? Uh, yeah, single camera. Single ca- like, so like they're filming here, and then the camera switches this way, and it's another scene like in, in the old house oh, that's wild. with all so the like kids. So like a bird whole- cage? Is it bird cage? Uh, bird no, cage. No. Uh, Birdman. Bird yeah, but it's the whole episode. I think there was only wow. like there was only one transition that they actually made, but everything else was single, and they would just like turn the camera. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's a. Uh, it's ten episodes. I think your wife would like it. Not, I'm not saying it's like geared towards women, but all it, it, a lot of my friends who are women really, really enjoyed it. Okay. Because it also has like it's like a you know a sibling love story at the end, but it's it's really good. It's it's fantastic. Okay. But anyway, check it out. how do we get on that? Oh, so you don't like horror movies, right? Um, but yeah, so I'm terrified of the brimstone, but very excited, very very excited. Is so is it because he's adding the three different types of lajero uh, that adds the extra strength? We'll see. Do you think? <laughs> we'll see. All it says, I know the other one used an Ecuadorian binder. This one uses it just says American. If he's using a Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and then either a Connecticut broadleaf or a Pennsylvania broadleaf binder, it's oh going to be double the heaviness. Oh boy, I'm, dude, I'm sweating just thinking about it. Look at me, I'm wow. a mess. That's going to be one we're going to have to smoke after. Like, oh, uh, my suggestion, and a lot of companies kind of do this is uh, when you go up to him and you're talking to him or whatever, maybe for when we're doing one of our interviews, I'll, I'll smoke a new thing. But otherwise, they'll give you like, you know, so let's say we go and talk to Robert Holt. He might give us a, a seed dress with like a 300 hands. That's what you smoke kind of on the floor. But then if he gives you like a new brimstone, like that's what you hold on to to either at a dinner or when you get home. Try not to smoke and anything. And he's too coming out with the new 300 hands. Connecticut. He is. He is. Yeah. Awesome. What's next on your list? I have... Uh, My gentle wanderer. New uh, My Father, uh, La Prom- Promisa? Promisa? La Promisa. La Promisa, mm-hmm. which is The Promise. That's an uh, Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper, and we're going to have a uh, Nicaraguan binder and filler inside. That's, uh, I think the Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro, I think, is what they use on the Le Bijou, if I'm not mistaken. And what's the filler and binder in that? Nicaraguan. They, it's Nicaraguan. They, I will say, generally, I, haven't seen, I don't see a lot of variation on that. From my father, however, because of how vast their supply of Nicaraguan tobaccos is, they, they don't really use the same blend, but it might just say Nicaraguan, but it's definitely like different tobaccos. Gotcha. Um, I'm trying to think, I mean, I, I could be totally wrong here. I'm trying to think of a my father product that uses like a, like a Sumatra or Indonesian bind, like a different kind of binder, and nothing's really coming to mind. Doesn't mean they don't do it. They probably right. definitely do, but I, I do know a lot of theirs is Nicaraguan binders and Nicaraguan fillers. I mean, if you look at Padron, almost everything Padron does is Nicaraguan puros. Yeah, so they're going to come out uh, with five different sizes on that. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. What my father do you really enjoy now? The Labijou. We smoked. We did we do that for the podcast? Mm-hmm. We did that. We were only only uh, nine episodes in, and I, I don't even know mm-hmm. what we smoked already. Um, nine. Hmm. Nine. It's so hot Nine. up here. So hot. Uh, I did like the crafted by Jaime because that's my father too. That right? was one of your. I think that was that one of was your first. One of, that was one of my first. Oh. I actually bought a box of that. It was my first box I ever bought. Aww. Yeah, I felt like a. I felt like a grown ass man. Hmm. Well, you look now, like one. Now I'm a. You actually, you kind of look like a trucker now right now. Now I'm a grandfather. Are you? No. Oh. God, that'd be terrible. Jesus. Wow. Imagine Little, that. What's the name again? Heath. Heath. Yeah, HW. Oh, I, that's I why. This. That's why. Now, that's why you did I told it. You. And if, if how you're still married? Well, I'm going to tell you. I got to tell, tell the story tell now. So, if you ever seen, there will be blood. 
Daniel Day-Lewis's character, uh, Daniel Plainview, right, uh, adopted one of his worker's sons because he, he died in an accident doing the oil drilling. And every time he goes to a different town to pitch his business, he says that, you know, his business, it's, it's a family business. And he goes, me and my son, H.W. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to think of having my kids, my son's name, H.W. And this is before I even knew I was going to have a son. I wanted H.W., Really, originally, I wanted Castro Troy, uh, but I thought that would be really terrible oh, when you looked no. that up. How awesome would that be, though? No, I I would babysit every day. <laughs> I was really I really wanted Castro Troy uh, Waters. Let's see if could could Secret Chris. Do you know about Castro Troy? Uh, uh, Castor and Pollux Troy. You never seen Face Off? Face Off. All right, well, okay, that, I think that takes the cake over Dumb and Dumber and, and Goodfellas and Pulp Fiction is you haven't seen if, no I face off. I want to take you his face off. It's like look, it's like looking in a mirror, but not. <laughs> that movie is so good because that movie is John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage, and that movie is Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Phenomenal. It was still, it oh, was it's so, so good. good. Anyway, Castor Pollux. So now. Castor Troy was the, the name of his H.W. My dad's name's William. So we went Heath William. I was going to say, his middle name better be W because then his name wouldn't be H.W. Warger. It would be H. Warger. Right. So we yeah. did Heath, Heath William. So his name is H.W.W. Yep. Okay. But it's still, this is my yeah. son. Because this is my did. partner and son, H.W. Blameview. I'm an oil man, but I love milkshakes. <laughs> I will drink your milkshake. Shall. That scene in the bowling alley at the end is great. So good. He Drainage. He legit, this sh- that whole like scene was just showing you how business owners like thrive. <laughs> Basically, it's just like I destroy everything in my path to get what I want. I <laughs> oh, was it. I didn't. I mean, I don't really know that much about sound design, but it was. A, it was. It sounded good. <laughs> Yeah, with the, uh, like with the oil, with yeah, with with the machines, the the track and everything else, um, and because that one best cinematography, best actor, the same year, um, No Country for All Men. That was, I remember won, that was a good year. One best movie, and did you know that they had no music in No Country for All Men? Oh, really? I haven't seen that one in a while. It was all shot and carefully edited to have the suspense as you're watching it and the sound effects. Like, you know, walking. There's and really like no that. music to that There's at all? no music. I got to watch that again. Yeah. I feel like that was the last year where, like, I, absolutely. You, you told me, like, mm-hmm. good movies were taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Now, That's it, when, like, now it's got to be shot, like, on some independent film guys, right. like, in his backyard, and it's got to be politically yeah. correct. Yep. <laughs> that was the last time just, like, a good movie was. Yeah, that's when the Oscars were good. Yeah. Dude, now they, well, they, they, since then they've added, like, there's five more. It's like, the, you get 10. I think it's 10 movies get nominated. It used to be five. Yeah, now it's 10. I, it's, it's like how everybody treats their kids and everything. Everybody gets a participation award. Yeah. It's basically what it is. Yeah. So no one what gets upset. What won this past year? No idea. Chris, oh, you remember? Green, Greenbrook. Green. That one was good. Only because I, I like um, Sebastian Maniscalco is in that movie. The comedian. And I, That's and your I boy. like him. He's my boy. V, I mean, Vigo's always good. Sure. What was he in before Lord of the Rings? I, oh, he was in... Uh, Crimson Tide with Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman in the submarine movie. Yep. That was a great flick. A good one. I love a good 90s Russian thriller. You need to watch uh, Face Off again, Chris. Yeah. yeah we'll put it on this TV. We'll, we'll have yeah, a lunch. We'll watch t- it together. We'll watch like, every, every lunchtime for like a couple days. We'll watch it and we'll pause right. it and we'll watch it. Okay. Um, I think it's my turn now. Yes. The last one. Coming so, up on my last one. we're not going to try to make this longer. No, 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 no. We're not going to give away the farm here. Um, so this one I'm actually excited about. So um, Nick Melillo, dear, dear friend, who you've never met. Um, I'm a full fan of his entire lineup. Um, the only cigar that I don't smoke a lot of due to, A, profile differences, and also um, how it's, it's a little harder to get is the High Clear Castle. Do you know the tale of the High Clear Castle? No, tell me about it. So the High Clear Castle is a real castle in England, and, and it is where they shot the show Downton Abbey. It's a true Victorian-era castle. 
Um, and he teamed up with the gentleman who owns it. The He's a baron. I can't, I can't remember his name. Isn't our Scotland Duke. fan, uh, Big Eon, tell us about the High Clear Castle and your cigar he might barons? Have. He might have. Um, I, I, the, the, the Duke or Baron, his name is escaping me, but he's, he's apparently a very, very nice guy, and Nick became very close to them. And they made the High Clear Castle, and what they did is they wanted he wanted to create a cigar that, you know, his ancestors, the aristocrats, you know, who lived in the castle in the 1800s, like what they would smoke during their meetings and drinking their cognac. And through the old records they found in the basement of what cigars they were purchasing, they were actually able to basically recreate a similar blend. Wow. And it was the High Clear Castle. Well, this year he's coming out with a, what I assume to be a slightly stronger version known as the High Clear Castle um, Victorian. It's got a red box on it. And from what I'm reading here on uh, Cigar Aficionado, um... It's a nod to Queen Victoria, obviously, blah, 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 blah. Let me see some blend specs here. Um, Connecticut Seed Wrapper. I'm sorry. That was the original one. What's this one? It's going to be stronger. That's all I know. I don't think they might not even. Oh, Ecuadorian Habano. So it seems like this year is the year of the Ecuadorian. Mm, I mean, every uh, Ecuadorian. You got to remember, Ecuador is really only used sometimes for binder but it's really only used for wrapper it's prime wrapper country because of its temperature because of its soil and because of its usually overcast skies it's much easier and much it's 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 a more fertile region for heavy duty wrapper tobacco okay um so uh, that that's and that's why you see because of the limitations on connecticut shade from the state of connecticut because it's smaller shorter growing season etc by growing that in Ecuador, Ecuador and Connecticut is, is almost interchangeable. Tiny bit stronger than your average Connecticut shade, but almost interchangeable. Gotcha. So, uh, and then you have Ecuadorian Sumatra, which is grown there. Um, and then Ecuadorian Habano is probably the, the big, big one coming out of, out of that country. Um, but I'm excited about that because there's literally not been a Nick Melillo cigar that, I, that I've even thought was just very good. They've all been excellent. The Wawense, the Wise Man Maduro, the Tabernacle, Tabernacle Havana Seed, even the the Charter Oak is like kind of budget line. All fantastic, fantastic offerings, and I'm very, very excited for that. So excited, dude! It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hell of a show, man. It really is. I got new shoes. I need to get new shoes. Get stylish but comfortable. Skechers. Bad shoes. No, new yeah, balance, you need white, white New Balance with uh, tube socks, tube socks, and shorts. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's going to be crazy, though. I even got, I got a new blazer for when we go out, you know. I have to bring a blazer? No, I just got one. Okay, good. Yeah. I look good in the jacket. Well, who doesn't look good in the jacket? You got a tie? No tie. I'm debating. I would go tie. At Depends. least one night. Uh, well, I think we only have one fancy night th- nighttime thing going on. Is that the... That's the Sunday night. Oh. Yeah. I would go tie. Yeah. Bring it. I'll bring it. But, uh, yeah, so what, were your, what are your final thoughts on the Total Slash Diaz Mas Fuerte Thick Lonzo? So this is the final cigar for me to have from Steve, and I, I'm, like, I'm still shocked. sweet moment? Yeah, I, I'm literally, everything that he has is, is I would recommend. And I, I, I'm I without words with this. And I love how, with all his ashes, it shows your your puffs mm-hmm. even though the ash doesn't stay on very long um it shows you know how long you're you know puffing your cigar well that's he, more of a does, size thing really really because i have thing that sizes i feel like i feel like everyone that he had um no i mean construction yeah but the ash on a six by 60 is generally going to last longer than the ash on a six by 48 because well, right. so, th- of how thin it is uh it's rich chocolatey spicy full power can you give me a, give me some numbers? I'm gonna go eight point nine. Really? Yeah. It's a little low for what you all you, all you were because talking about. Because I gave the Sin Compromiso nine point five, then I gave the Moisture de Saka nine point one, and I think this I think. Would you you would rather smoke those? Yeah. That's what it comes that's down to. That's fine. It's fine to say. Uh, I would smoke this over the Micarita just because of size. I don't know if mm. he has. This other I size. think there's a Mikarita in that size, but no. but you know, um, if I'm going to be nitpicking, mm-hmm. this is this I'm going to be I'm going to be you know, I like to keep it you know I want to keep my rating. True. I got you, I got you. Uh, this Bellicoso Fino was phenomenal 
from uh, from Crown Heads. Um, I'm going to give it a solid 8.8, solid 8.8 smoke. What are you getting out of it now? Uh, well, nothing because it went out on me again because I talk a lot. Oh. <laughs> Um, but it, wah, I mean, it, wah, it, wah. It, it took a while to go out. I, I mean, I put this right. thing down for a few minutes. Construction was great. Again, I was just ashing it because I didn't want it to get on my pants. That's yep. just the risk you kind of take. Construction was phenomenal. Uh, I was talking to John earlier because um, I, had, I had smoked one of these the other day when, I, when we did the cigar review. Um, and he's like, what do you think? I'm like, flavor-wise, it was all I could hope for. And I, what I anticipated was a lot of but a slightly kind of elevated version because of the size difference. I'm like, so flavor was what I expected. What I did not expect was how well it was constructed, and it, it did burn beautifully. Um, so solid 8.8 on, on this nice limited edition cigar, which is for this, this isn't some, you know, this isn't his highest, like, grand crazy offering. This is a regular, you know, maybe not in this size, but the lot term is a general release from him. Yep. So very, very good cigar. And okay. we do have MajorCigars.com. Make sure you guys are using Long Ash, code Long Ash, all one word, for 20% off. Your entire purchase. Some exclusions may apply, but uh, usually only, only for Friday and Saturday. Only, only Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah. How's that working out for everybody? We using it. I mean, when it's on. Okay. Good. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys very much. Um, starting right now. I mean, go check our Instagram right now. We have probably some, probably some stuff because you're probably watching this, listening to this later in the day. There's probably gonna be some stuff posted already. Yeah. Definitely but, check uh, uh, YouTube on Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Check out the blog. We're gonna have blogs. We're gonna have videos. Of all the new releases. It's going to be a wild time. We are going to be busting some booty. Mm-hmm. But it's all going to be worth it in the end. Oh, yeah. It is. So thank you very much, guys. And we'll see you on the other side. See ya.